Welcome to Podcast Parable Season 3. Hello, Podcast Parables fam! Great to be back with you here this Friday. I am so thankful you chose this for your ears right now. It's not a coincidence that you are here listening in this moment. I pray God gives you exactly what you need to hear today. Podcast Parables exists to tell the stories of the Bible. Exploration and interaction is fully allowed here, but it's also encouragement to go back to the original text yourselves, seeing firsthand what is there. This season, we are getting the privilege of hearing from Bible kids, 10 tinies listed in the words of scripture, because kids matter to God. Not just in the future when they're adults and of age, but right here, right now, just as they are. Kids matter to God. We have three Bible kids left this season, including today's. So if you've missed any, please go back and try to catch the rest. Also, I just wanted to let you know that the full manuscript for each of these season three episodes are listed within the show notes. If you miss a part or the audio is wonky, or if you just want to read instead of listen, feel free, click on the link and it's there for you in the show notes. Today's Bible kid is a popular one. Isaac, son of Abraham, one of the eventual patriarchs of the nation of Israel. But before all that, It was just supposed to be a little trip with his dad. A trip to the mountains. A trip that will be forever etched into their memories. This is Isaac's story. Enjoy. (laughs) My name means he laughs. For a long time, I thought it meant that I was only supposed to be happy and laughing all the time. But then my mama told me it was her who laughed. She told me the story of the angel men coming to visit her and Papa, how they said that she would have a baby by the time they returned next year. I remember her telling me how funny she thought that would be since she was so old. She said, how could an old, worn-out woman like me have a baby? when my husband is also so old. (laughs) But as the saying goes in our family, then the Lord did exactly what he promised. And then I was born. (laughs) Mama said, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh with me. For who would have dreamed that I would ever have a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. The Lord did exactly what he promised. And here I am. And if I'm honest, I'm glad my name doesn't mean I have to be happy and laughing all the time. Because right now, I don't feel happy. It's the second day of a journey Papa decided to take yesterday. He woke me up early and said that he was going to take me to the mountains of Moriah to make a sacrifice and worship. We stopped to chop wood for the burnt offering and set out for the place where God had told Papa to go. I love going on adventures and trips with my dad. It's like he knows everyone and everything. He always has some story or fact about who we meet or the land we're on. I love hearing him talk about making his treaty with Abimelech, or when one day he had woken up early to see the columns of smoke and fumes rising from the old cities of Sada and Gomorrah. My favorite stories, though, are when he tells of the times when God speaks directly to him 
I can't imagine. I could listen for hours when he talks about those times. All day yesterday, he retold story after story. He told me again about the first time God spoke to him and told him to leave his home country to travel to the land that God would show him, promising to bless him in ways he couldn't even understand at the time. He admitted to lying to different leaders about Mama being his sister and how God protected them even though he didn't deserve it, and even about how the Lord spoke to him in a vision and told him that he would have a son. Don't be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you, and your reward will be great. I'm not sure how many times he said it. The Lord did exactly what he promised yesterday, but it was a lot, because we walked a long time. I didn't know the mountains were so far away. Did I mention it is a lot of walking? It's hot, and I miss Mama. And then we woke up this morning and did it all over again. It seemed like Papa forgot that he told me all these stories yesterday, almost like he wasn't saying them for my benefit or to teach me, but as a comfort to himself. I don't know, it was odd. I've never seen him like that. Maybe he was tired of walking too, or scared? It sort of seemed like it, but I don't know, I've never seen him scared before. So I just listened, again, and try not to think about being tired or hot. <sighs> Finally, on this third day of our journey, about mid-morning, we could see the hills in the distance, and just as the sun was beginning to get high in the sky, we arrived at the base of the mountain. Papa told our servants to stay with the donkeys, and said he and I would travel a little further, worship there, and that we would come right back. I didn't expect how far was a little farther. I was already exhausted, and then Papa strapped the wood on my shoulders and carried the knife and fire with him. I tried to be tough, remembering how old Papa was. I didn't expect him to carry the wood, no. But I also didn't expect him to want to climb all the way to the top. But that's what we did. About halfway up, I noticed something was very wrong. Papa didn't often forget things, but this time he did, and I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't want to disrespect and point out his mistake, but I also didn't want to have to climb all the way to the top and back down and up again just to get the forgotten item. Father? We have the wood. And the fire. But... Where is the lamp for the sacrifice? I was even embarrassed that it took me this long to figure out that we had forgotten one of our sheep back home. I didn't know if I could handle a trip back home and back here again. That seemed like too much. Maybe we could send a servant back to get it? But Papa said that God would provide a lamp. And that made me breathe a lot easier, even though we were still going uphill and every breath was difficult. I just kept repeating our family's mantra. God will do what he promised. Take a step. God will do what he promised. Breathe. 
God will do what he promised. Trust. And that got me all the way up the mountain. When we got to the place where God had told Papa to go, he immediately built an altar and took the wood from my back and put it on top of the altar. I basically collapsed in the shade of a bush, too tired to move another muscle. After he finished building the altar, he called me over. It took every bit of strength I had to pull myself up out of the dirt, but I wanted to obey Papa. He took me by the shoulders and looked me deep in the eyes. It was like he wanted to say something, but couldn't. Like it got stuck somewhere between his heart and his mouth. His face was all scrunched up in a way I've never seen it look before. And a few tears bubbled up on the bottom of his eyelid, but never fell. I didn't understand. I couldn't. What was happening? Papa? Papa pulled me in close for what I thought was a hug, but instead he put the rope that carried the wood behind my back and began winding it all around me, tying me up so I couldn't move. What was happening? Papa! 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 No! No! Papa! Papa, stop! Papa! No! Stop! Papa! 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 Then he laid me on top of the altar over the wood, and Papa, my Papa, the one who loved me, who prayed for me, who begged God for me, closed his eyes, the tears now falling, and raised his knife high in the air to kill me. No! At that moment, the angel of the Lord shouted from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, lay down the knife. Do not hurt the boy in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld even your beloved son from me. Papa opened his eyes and fell on top of me, heaving sobs and rubbing my head and saying, Thank you, thank you, thank you, O oh Father, thank you. He cut the rope off of me and heard a commotion in the bush where I had just been resting. A ram was caught by its horns in that very bush. Papa took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering on the altar in my place. Jehovah Jireh. It means the Lord will provide. The Lord did exactly what he promised. The Lord did exactly what he promised. Do you ever look around at our world today and forget that God is a man of his word? Gosh, it can be so easy to get sucked into our circumstances and the spinning of our own plates and the <laughs> just general difficulties of being a human in 2021 and forget God. 
the slide toward discouragement and despair is so slippery and happens at the blink of an eye. My own personal bent towards avoiding or withdrawing or numbing myself to the realities of life creates an illusion that everything is just fine. Pretending my way through day after day after day. Ten minutes watching the news or scrolling Facebook helps solidify those feelings. But while those are all true and happen to every one of us at some point, let us not forget that God does what he promises to do. God promised Abram he would be the father of a nation, Genesis 12, 2. God promised Sarah she would bear a child, Genesis 18, 10. God promised them a land, get this, called the promised land, Genesis 12, 1. God promised blessing, Genesis 12, 2, and 3. And the Lord did exactly what he promised, Genesis 21, 1. We read the succession of these verses and forget the days in between, the steps Abraham had to take with Isaac at his side, knowing what would be asked of him at the top of the mountain, the days Sarah spent actually pregnant, living in a tent in the desert at the age of 89. The days spent doing chores and cooking meals and wiping sweat from their brow. I'm thankful that the promises of God do not depend on my feelings or my faithfulness. God is who he says he is. And I am who God says I am. Those things do not change, no matter the day, no matter the triumph, no matter the trial. God is who he says he is, and I am who God says I am. The Lord will do exactly what he promised. Yes and amen. May we live in that truth this week. it's so good to be with you today friends gosh i love meeting you here this week to do my favorite thing ever which is tell stories from the bible thanks for being with me it is a great privilege and joy a huge thank you to our guest storyteller today jesse he has long been one of my favorite dudes ever and i am incredibly grateful for him sharing his talent with us today well there's two more bible kids to come Next week is Dinah, and the following week will end with Samuel, both of which are incredibly powerful. I can't wait for you to listen in to those. Then, at the conclusion of this season, we will have a special episode highlighting a real-life modern-day kid who is choosing to do huge things for God. I personally call him the Million Dollar Boy, and I can't wait to tell you why. Oh, so exciting. But wait, there's more. I also have some super exciting news to share at the beginning of season four, something really only God could do. So stay tuned, friends. More to come. Incredibly grateful. And may only God's name be glorified and honored in this always and forever. Signing off for now, Courtney Lee, your Podcast Parables host.
Thanks for listening.